Greetings and welcome to episode one of season two of Nightlife, the Northwest High School podcast. I'm Bill Bangert, 1979 grad of uh, Northwest High School. My co-host is Brad Watkins. Brad, how are you? Doing great, Bill. Good to see you. Uh, we are recording this here at the Northwest Career Technology Center. Very, very impressive facility. Great crew of uh, Butler Tech students and uh, other people helping us out today. We have two guests with us, Susan Smith, the Northwest High School principal. Susan, good morning. Good morning. And Winston Licata, the Northwest High School Dean of Students and Assistant Athletic Director. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, today we're going to talk about some high school initiatives at Northwest for the 2018-19 school year and also the Absence Intervention Program. Um, Susan, why don't we start out with you. What are some new things happening for uh, Northwest during the 18-19 school year? Well, we've had a great start to the year. We have a couple new initiatives, one of them being our advisory program. So we've completely readjusted our bell schedule and students go to 20 minutes of advisory each day. Each day has a different theme. So Mondays, um, we get into restorative circles and talk about some social issues. Like um, this month, we're actually talking about our theme for this year, which is Northwest Better Together. So students are building a community within their advisory groups. Uh, Tuesdays, we do an article of the week that's high interest. And um, we talk about responses to that article. Uh, Wednesdays is our College and Career Readiness Day, so we have a program called Naviance, which is a very, very comprehensive program for students to basically have a plan when they leave high school. And we start with the minute they walk in the door as freshmen. Um, Thursdays we do grade checks and attendance checks, and um, one of our building goals this year is to improve our attendance rate, which I know Mr. Licata is going to talk about his program. And then Fridays we do club meetings. So if you're part of United Knights or if you're part of um, one of our Butler Tech program, um, CTSO, or if you are in Senate, your meeting happens on Friday during advisory, so we're not having kids miss class. So the program's worked really well so far this year. So what changed in the Bell schedule and what brought that about? So we were realizing that we had a lot of activities we wanted students to be able to complete, but we didn't have time in the day for them to do so. So between second and third bell, we took 20 minutes out of our fourth bell period, which is the lunch bell, um, where students were having study hall time. And we figured let's reconfigure and plan better activities to, to do in that 20 minutes. So we moved the 20 minutes between second and third bell. Okay. So kids will go there every day between their second and third bell class. Um, and our advisories are by grade level and then by alphabetical. So it's kids that you might not have class with, but sure. you're in advisory with them. So we're about five, six weeks into the school year. How's that gone? Have you seen any results, changes, anything you regret or whatever? Yeah, so change is difficult for both kids and, sure. and staff. Um, and I think um, we did a nice job of setting it up, the purpose of it at the beginning of the year. We spent our entire first day of school in advisory so we did a bunch of activities. We didn't even go to class that first day. So um, just to kind of start with that building community from, from the very first day. Um, and we had a, a several different activities, but a lot of them were team building and goal setting. And so I think that kind of set the tone for the rest of the year for both the kids and the teachers um, that this program was going to be beneficial to everyone. Okay. Do you think that's going to trickle down to other parts of the school or um, what's going to happen in the future with this so we'd like to, to continue it moving forward. And something that we um, are proud about is that students would have the same advisor for four years. Oh, wow. So they'll get to know that, that adult in this building extremely well. And you meet them as a fun, squirrely ninth grader. And then um, our senior advisors read their names at graduation. That's so sweet. it's like a fun that. program, yeah. you know, that it's that adult you that's your constant throughout your high school career and, and, and watches you grow and 
helps change with you and those kinds of things. So we like that. What about staff? Any staff changes anybody we need to know about? For the first time in um, the 14 years I've been an administrator, I only had one new teacher, okay. Mr. Gaines. He's wonderful. He's a community member and parent here. Um, so he joined our staff in the English department. And um, we have a few new classified staff. But other than that, we have our crew, our same crew from last year who got to come back. So it's good. That's good. Yeah. What about any uh, other initiatives that uh, we need to know about? Um, well, I do want to talk again about our Better Together theme. Yeah. Um, we wanted something that would really unify the staff. This was actually student-driven. Last year, um, some students came to us and said, we need to um, acknowledge that we have kids who struggle mentally, and they wanted to do a suicide prevention week here at school. Right. Uh, again, all student-driven. They planned all the activities. Um, we had our counselor, Ms. Schuler, who kind of took the lead on it. Um, and through that, throughout that week and planning things, um, I said, well, you know, what's going to be your theme? I know your theme's not the word suicide. What are we going to sure. do? They said, we just feel like we're all better together. And so we wanted to, to move into this year with that being the theme of everything that we do. So the advisory program fit very well into that because obviously it's kids learning from adults, but also adults are learning from the kids and learning more about them and building those relationships. So, um, We've incorporated that theme into everything that we've done throughout the year, and I think it's just a good, unifying, easy, catchy theme that, right. that really encompasses what we're trying to do. And that kind of builds on the, um, well, the suicide prevention aspect of things. Where I work at the University of Cincinnati, I work with the School of Social Work, and we have Dr. Jennifer wright Berriman, who is a, a suicide expert, and she talks about how you've got to get a dialogue going, and that fits into the better together thing because it is a difficult topic to talk about especially yeah, right. for teenagers and, and everybody you know coming together to talk about that just helps um, alleviate the problem I guess yeah and and also they're a part of some kids are part of so many different communities so there's their neighborhood community there's right. their school community so um, we just want them to recognize that while they're here at school we are all better together and we can have these open dialogues these tough conversations to make sure we're helping kids meeting their needs and and they know that we're here for them right and you better together, that means a whole community. Uh, what sort of partnerships is uh, Northwest uh, High School working with this year? Um, so we, we always love to give a shout out to the credit union, um, the Cincinnati uh, Federal Police Credit Union. Um, they're the closest branches on Springdale. Um, they are here all the time. I think that some students think that um, they work here, <laughs> but we have our credit union branch um, in the cafeteria run by Butler Tech students, Mr. Clark's uh, financial services students. Um, so you can do all your banking right here at school. Um, but beyond that, they've, they donate their time and their main objective is to have kids be more financial literate. Mm -hmm. And so they plan activities with us throughout the year about financial literacy and how kids can you know avoid credit card debt and what does that mean to take out a mortgage and those kinds of things so we do two big events with them throughout the year but then this year since we have the advisory program the whole month of January we figured New Year's resolution would be a good time to talk about money sure. so they're gonna plan advisory activities for us so the credit union is wonderful to us in that regard anything else about the advisory program that uh, people should know about um, I'm trying to think anybody yeah. else can chime in if you have anything to add on that Winston well I what I would add to it is that, like she was talking about on our Thursdays, we have attendance checks and things like that. So um, the teachers are actually going through and making sure the students are aware of what their attendance is and that maybe they can make some changes moving forward. And I'll probably talk a little bit about that moving forward into mm -hmm. the part that I have. But 
I think that's a great thing for the kids to just see um, that I've had this many days absent and I need to change it. And it also adding those grade checks in there, I think that's a great thing for an adult to take uh, ownership with the student in their uh, grades. I think right. that's a great thing as well. And I'd add that it's selfishly, I'm going to add that it's the best part of my day, um, being out and getting to visit different advisories, you know, throughout the course of a week, throughout the course of a month. It, it's been, it's been a way to, to motivate our, our administrative team to get out and, and be in a classroom and, you know, see our, our kids on talking about different things, mm -hmm. you know, and, and seeing our teachers not delivering um, necessarily content, you know, throughout the day and, and building relationships and having good conversation and going through fun activities. And we did like an escape room activity. Oh, really? That I think only one... Well, I can tell You're you You're still this. missing someone? Yeah. I, didn't <laughs> I can tell you this. Our, our uh, defensive coordinator and I couldn't couldn't get it done. Really? <laughs> like we, were, we were lost. We couldn't guide the kids, so we, we didn't escape. But, um, no, the, the advisory program has been, you know, one of those things that, that reinforces the culture that has been built, you know, over the last several years here. And, you know, Susan doesn't like when I brag on her, but, you know, it, it is it is truly through her leadership that we've been able to cultivate a culture um, that, that's allowed an advisory program to exist and to really move us um, forward with a, with a culture-first mindset and a student-driven mindset. So, um, there, I won't brag on you too much more. <laughs> Thanks, I'd but, appreciate you watching. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun. It's a, it's a joy, I think, of, of our day to get out and about. Well, it's palpable as being a, a former student here and coming back here, and there were some ups and downs over the years since I graduated way back when, but um, you can feel the palpable energy. You really can just walking in, in this building, and, and you guys are, are doing a great job. It's very, very Thank impressive. You. Um, Winston, talk about the absence intervention program. What's that all about? Um, last year, the state of Ohio put in place um, House Bill 410, which is going to address habitual truancy. Um, basically, a student, it's, it's all about communication is the mm -hmm. key. So if a student has um, a certain number of absences, we have to send a letter home to tell the parent. And that piece of paper, you know, is a good piece that's going to let them know, you know, i got to get my kid to school as much as I possibly can. And then after that, if a student hits something we call a absence trigger, which is say they have um, 30 day, 30 hours of absence mm -hmm. in a consecutively, or 42 in a month, or 72 in the entire school year, they would have to have something called an absence intervention plan. Which um, an absence intervention plan is not like. Um, Basically what we do is call them in, and we try to figure out what barriers are causing um, them to not be able to attend school. So we'll go through a list of things that we can do to, to change that, or we can offer other wraparound services such as transportation and things like that, um, get them in contact with people that they need to talk to to possibly change this. Um, a lot of times it's just on the kid to get to school. So okay. letting them know that you're aware that, or letting them know that you're watching them is a, a, a big thing. So after um, that, we have something in, Northwest called um, diversionary court and diversionary court is a way for us to have a magistrate from Hamilton County come down and, and meet with those kids and give them some type of guidance and it, it kind of puts the onus on them to take I'm, care of their I was going to say that's going to get their attention yes, for sure yes. you get a magistrate in here so you know it's important that they listen to them and you know change their behavior and we meet 
with them periodically, you know, after three months, we'll meet back with them and say, how's it going? And, we'll, and if it's not going well, then, you know, they may refer them official down to Hamilton County. But, you know, we'd like to not get to that point. Right. Um, some of the things that we put in place here in our building to try to curb that attendance, um, we've got this thing called the Night Card Incentive Program, which we um, everybody that has like 90% attendance or above will receive some type of incentive. Okay. Um, those that have 100% attendance and they'll get more items. Um, we have this thing called Flaming Hot Friday, where we <laughs> play music hot, 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 and we okay. give out Cheetos to every kid that has a certain level of attendance and that lets the kids be aware that you know if you attend school you can receive certain things we have parking spots available half off parking spots okay uh, you get tickets to sporting events and things like that so Brad's well aware of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing a lot of things here to try to make kids aware of attendance and help them you know if they have an adult that takes ownership with them you know I think mm -hmm. that goes a long way i think if they're just by themselves and they don't know what to do they're like you know i have lots of things going on in my life if you let them know that you care things are going to change i think sure so I think we're fairly early on in this are you seeing any results any any data yet or well last like year when we first um, instilled our programs we ended up making a four percent decrease in our in our attendance okay uh, or four percent decrease in mm. the number of students that are uh, not attending over 90%. So mm -hmm. also, yes, it's a very good yeah. thing. Right. Sorry, I may not have explained it correctly, but it's a very good thing. And we're looking to do even bigger gains this year. So um, so we've made that one of our building goals um, is to decrease the students who aren't attending at at least, at least a 90% mm -hmm. rate. So that's the state of Ohio has given us that, that as a guideline, and we've implemented that here as part of our building goals. Right. So digging into that a little bit, as you go through this and you, you talk to the students who are having some attendance issues, do you uncover some problems that maybe you can address? Like, is there a, a family issue or is there a bullying problem or things like a that? A lot do of times it's transportation. Okay. So we have parents who work, um, you know, different shifts and aren't able to bring students here at 740. So we see a huge decrease in attendance if it's raining or really cold or okay, snowing sure. um, kids are walking from a pretty good distance away to get to school just they don't have the means to have a ride here um, and it's hard to look them in the face and say we don't have buses at the high school right. in the district um, so we try to help them problem solve you know is there a neighbor you can start some carpooling who do you live by those kinds of things um, you know maybe you can't do drop-off but maybe you could do pickup for the kids in the neighborhood you okay. know so we try to help them kind of coordinate those things but that's our biggest barrier we see is is transportation mm -hmm. okay well, it's all about being better together right, right. I mean it, right you, you got to work together to solve all these different issues and Yes. Uh, sounds like you've got some programs in place that are really going to help the students. And if anyone's listening who owns a bus, I'd <laughs> like to partner with them um, to help kids get to school. <laughs> they just need to call the school and ask for me. I will work with them on. I just think uh, taking one less barrier away, if we could just offer one other you sure. know, means for them to get to school, right. I would feel better about myself. So nothing is worse than if a kid wants to come to school and can't get there. Right. You know, right. so. And as we talk about the uh, absence intervention program, the Ferris Bueller day off scene where he's like nine times, he's going to be absent that many times. So yeah. maybe an incentive could be a showing of Ferris Bueller's day off some yes. Friday. I yes, just yes. good idea. call. Um, Bradley, anything else we need to, to discuss? No, I think, uh, I think we hit everything. We've got uh, homecoming tonight. 
So okay. we're excited about that. We've got our parade, and uh, we've got the Ross Rams coming in to, to the castle this evening, and uh, you know, hopefully get a, get a good victory for the, for the good crowd tonight. So, no, we're excited about everything that's gone on and, and you know, is going on this school year, and we'll just keep moving forward. I want to say thanks to uh, Susan and, and Winston for joining us today. And, Brad, thanks for being a co-host. And the great crew we've got here from Butler Absolutely. Tech. You guys uh, do a fabulous job. And where are the various places that people can find this? We can find this podcast on iTunes, uh, YouTube. I think we're going live right now, which is crazy. Frightening. <laughs> and, um, See why I was on radio. And, and SoundCloud. So we'll, we'll, get SoundCloud, link, okay. yeah, we'll get links out uh, shortly, right? So Sounds yeah, great. Well, awesome. Thanks again. Thanks, Thank everybody, you, for joining us. We'll uh, see you on Episode 2 of Season 2 of Nightlife. Great.